Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Devin After Dark Podcast, Episode 3. Today, I'm talking about why I'm chasing my dreams, and I'm giving you reason for it. But before we get started, let's listen to that intro. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overway. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Alright, we're gonna get right to it. We're doing this a little bit aggressive today because I'm trying to break the stereotype. I'm trying to break the mold. Because I am sick and tired of the misconception of people chasing their dreams. And I think that it needs to be addressed. In my eyes, I believe that the most common misconception with chasing your dreams is that the individual is trying to sell you something, they're being selfish, or they're trying to be better than everybody else. See, the problem with that is that there is not any type of information for you to develop that opinion besides the fact that this person is chasing their dream and doing what they want to do because they love it. I think that it's time to break that mold. And that's what I'm here to do today. I'm going to break that mold. I'm going to give you a backstory of why I'm here, why I'm chasing this, what motivates me to do this. Let's go. So look, I'm going to come clean with you guys. What motivates me the most? What motivates me the most is my past failures. My past failures motivate me the most out of anything that I ever do, any rep that I do in the gym, any uh, phone call I make at work, you name it. That is what motivates me to go. Second off, my family, obviously. My family is what motivates me as well. And that is why I'm chasing this dream because I've always felt like I was destined to do something. And I'm going to get into this too. I'm going to talk about um, what I started off doing from the humble beginnings, basically. I'm going to talk about some stories starting off from as long as I could remember, like probably like from birth, honestly. And I'm going to do it real brief so I'm not going to over, uh, over-saturate this podcast with a bunch of um, past memories. I don't want to do that. I just want to set you guys the groundwork to why I'm doing this. So check it out. Young Devin. Straight out the womb. Before I was even able to talk, I had an infatuation with basketball. Basketball was my first love. I'm going to be real. So... As soon as I was able to talk, my first word that came out of my mouth was ball. And I used to shoot this basketball into that little um, basketball net, the little tyke thing or whatever it's called. You guys know what it is. And I would shoot hoops every day, literally. No exaggeration. If you, if you guys want, you could fucking ask my mom or my dad. But look. I started off as a youngin playing a lot of sports. My first passions were baseball and basketball. Baseball and basketball were my first passions. I played baseball starting at T-ball 
and I loved it. Basketball, I played every single day until I was in seventh grade, and I'll get to that. But I'm going to start off with baseball, starting off with t-ball. I was pretty good. If um, any of my elementary school buddies are listening to this, you could probably vouch for me or you'll probably deny it. But I was pretty good at uh, baseball as a child. Starting off, I started with t-ball. I played um, pitching machine. For all you guys out there that know that, what that is. Pitching machine. I played that from uh, first grade to up in leading until fifth grade. So why I said leading into fifth grade is a critical line. Because leading until fifth grade, when you transition um, in organized sports and baseball, you transition from pitching machine to pitching. So at that point in my life, I was finished doing the pitching machine baseball and it was next season was going to be pitching so there's a guy on the mound pitching you the ball and I remember being scared as shit to do this I was not ready to make that step into pitching I don't know why I can't remember but I quit I quit baseball because I didn't want to further my development by going into an organized league that had a pitcher on the mound instead of a pitching machine. Let that sink in. That's a past failure. So now we're in the fifth grade element of my life. So guys, follow this story because it all leads up to something. So from fifth grade, I quit baseball and I continued to pursue my basketball. I was playing organized basketball and the little little league basketball thing and uh, I kept playing and the way that the league and all of that was set up you would play in this recreational league all the way up until sixth grade and then the transition from sixth grade to seventh grade would be your middle school basketball team okay so Like I said before, basketball was my passion. It was my first love. It was the thing that kept me motivated. I used to, as a young kid, shoot hoops in my driveway. I would shoot like 500 free throws a day. I would shoot from the same spot in the corner of my driveway from the right side. I love this shit. Like I said before. So leading up until 7th grade of middle school, I was getting ready to try out for the boys basketball team at my middle school. And the tryouts were held in the middle school gym after school. Uh, It was like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or something like that. Three-day tryout. And I went in and I I was hype as fuck. Let's be real. I thought that I was going to actually work towards actually making a team as opposed to my parents paying for me to be on a team and I was doing well. So I went to these tryouts, right? And um, I was I was definitely nervous. Looking back at it, I was probably nervous. Um, but I think that I played pretty well. Um, moral of the story, 
I didn't fucking make the team, right? This was probably one of the worst days of my life when I found out that I didn't make the team. I was devastated. I left the school. I forgot who picked me up. Regardless of the fact, I went home. I went straight to my room. I closed the door and I got under the covers of my bed and I weeped. I just weeped. I don't know how long I cried for, but I I cried for a long time. And I remember my dad coming home from work that day and he was excited because he thought that I made the team. And I had to tell him that I didn't. And my dad, what he said to me was, well, you'll get him next year. Michael Jordan was cut from his seventh grade basketball team. Right. So in that moment, I didn't really think about it, but I I was in denial and I was just so rejected that I didn't even want to touch a basketball ever again. So I I basically for a little bit, I I tried to keep up my work and I, I tried to come home from school and shoot hoops and I tried to make myself better and. I just I just lost it. I just started to forget about it. I started to um think about it as I'm never going to be this. I'm never going to be that. I'll never make it on a team and I'll never make it to the NBA, you know. So, during this period of my life, I was in band class in middle school. So, my dad, he bought me a trumpet from this the store um, towards uh, downtown, and uh, I wanted to play trumpet in band class, and I, I didn't think much of it at first. I just kind of did it because it was one of those recreational classes, you know, in middle school where you got to choose between band, choir, or literature. I chose band, so I was playing band at the time. And I was very good at playing the trumpet. I I actually started to fall in love with it. I would be practicing it at night. I'd make all those loud noises and stuff with with the instrument, obviously. And I would study it. We had to do these study guides in class and everything. So I started to become very good, right? I ended up becoming first chair in my class at the trumpet instrument position and I did a bunch of things I did the shows all of that good stuff that comes with it but I started to give in to a lot of like social things that were going on in my life I I really enjoyed being that cool guy quote-unquote cool guy so I I told my parents that I I was gonna quit band class and I was gonna go to literature that's what all the cool people do right so I go to quit band class and I tell my instructor that I'm quitting and he was, oh man, I still remember what happened when this happened. That's crazy. Um, basically, I didn't realize how hurt he was by the fact that I was quitting until he addressed the whole class and gave a huge speech about 
being cool or doing what you love and things like that. And he started crying, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. And from that moment forward, I, I was too young to process the moment. But looking back at it, I know exactly where he came from. And I, I'm so sorry to him because I had all the potential. I showed everything. But I gave in. I gave in to social things. And, and I tried to be that cool guy and continue that cool guy reputation. And I gave up on something that I was very good at, you know. Playing the trumpet was awesome, man. I felt like fucking Miles Davis. It was so cool, man. I used to play the Michigan uh, chant song and things like that. And I, and I played, uh, oh, I can't remember that song. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Yeah, I used to play some crazy, crazy shit on the trumpet. It was amazing. But anyways, all of these stories are critical moments of my life that I never really realized until I got older and I was able to process them. So what I want to tell you guys is you have to be self-reflective of your past accomplishments, your past failures in order to prevail yourself forward to where you see yourself being. Those are very important moments in my life that I never really had the chance to reflect and process. Those are what has motivated me to do what I do today. Reasons that I I perform the way I do at work, in the gym, etc. You guys have to self-reflect. Start thinking about moments of your life where you went wrong, moments of your life where you went right. Think about lessons you learned. Things you didn't learn. And uh, use that to make yourself better today. Past failures. Take a look back at them in your mind and really reflect on them, okay? That's the best advice I could give you. And that's how I've been able to bring myself to this position of working on myself. Um, I do want to briefly hit on my other motivation for chasing my dreams, which is my family. I'm not going to get into a lot of details like I did with my past failures because it's it's going to be a very, very, very long podcast. And there's too much to talk about. But I just want to say I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I've been through a lot. And what... It has done for me is gave me a completely different perspective on life um, based on what I've went through at a young age. And and I'm actually happy for everything that has happened family-wise because it would, I would definitely not be who I am today if things wouldn't have happened, you know. But really... I do everything not only for myself, but my biggest motivation comes from my mother and my brother just because of the things that we've been through and the relationship that we have. It's just something about the motivation of my brother and my mother 
and just looking back at things that we've been through, it motivates me so much to do what I have to do. But sometimes I get caught up in it and I and I start to reflect on it too much to where I'm hurting myself, you know, like mentally. I'll start to become a victim of past experiences and I don't want to do that. I'm coming clean and I'm coming to you guys honestly because I want to prevail. I want I want to move forward and I and I want you guys to be a part of this journey and I want to help you guys get to this point where you're able to move forward. These are the things that you have to talk about in order to move yourself forward. You have to find your why. You have to self-reflect and you got to do things to better yourself. It's it's easy steps, but it, it's not as easy as it sounds. It, it takes time. So be patient. Be patient. Self-reflect. Find your why. Be who you want to be. And that's why I'm chasing my dream. So if you guys were able to listen all the way through, I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your story as well. So if you listen to episode two of the Devin After Dark podcast and you learn something from how to communicate, please use that knowledge of communicating and tell me your story because I would love to hear it. I would love to know that you guys receive something from this because that's all I'm trying to do. I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this for all of you guys out there that need to find your path, need to find your voice. I want to help you. So if you have to re-listen to this episode, I know it's about my story. But think of it as a lesson for you to be better. Let's do great. Thank you all for listening to the Devin After Dark podcast episode 3. There's a lot more in store for you all, so stay tuned, show some love, and love will be shown back to you. I love you all. Peace. Cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.